Hey boss, thank you so much for pressing play. This is Louise Corbell here, and today we're talking about picking a lane. And I was actually um, this weekend trying to order a pair of glasses from a wholesaler that I know, having been in the industry for so long, and um, you know, it's really, really hard to pay for retail once you've been in an industry. So the lenses have that this particular wholesaler has was a competitor to the lens that I sold. And obviously having been out of the industry for six years, I was a little bit behind on the names of lenses, not the technology, there's no newer technology out there. But um, so I actually had to call a friend of mine who's in the industry, who was a rep of mine back in the day. But we got really off topic and started talking about what's happening in the industry. And one of the things he mentioned was, he had so many clubs in his golf bag that he never knew which club to pull out from week to week. Now that's a problem because if you're trying to be all things, as you know, creates a commodity product. So when we look at like products like, uh, for instance, if you look at um, Subaru, they actually, the new Subaru CEO, when he was hired, he immediately asked, which you know vehicle was the best-selling vehicle, and it turned out it turned out to be their all-wheel drive. So he picked a lane, no pun intended. Super Subaru became known for their all-wheel drive cars, but not only that, it also ended up picking an audience at the same time. Right, there were outdoorsy types of people who wanted cars that they you know could go off trail with and maybe it was to go you know biking off trail or hiking those type of of uh, individuals um they also actually support they were huge um, supporters of the iron man triathlons and um obviously they're athletes and so they have a lot of equipment and they you know most of their products are hatchback and so you could really pack those cars in so picking a lane, get out of that commodity product and go deep with that one thing. Don't switch up every week like my friend has to. If all the sales reps in that company talked about one thing, think about the momentum that could create. When Callaway, for instance, while we're talking about clubs, came out with the big Bertha, it became the cool club to have in your bag. Just um, by naming the, the, the club Big Bertha, was was incredibly uh, smart and naming your frameworks is a big part of your success as well though that bug uh, the actual club had 25 percent bigger and um surface area it had a bigger sweet spot which then uh, provided a new level of forgiveness and then separated them from their competitors so building a category one and how do you do that as a digital product or digital ceo like you it all starts with your frameworks with that messaging and your unique idea that's worth spreading then it actually gets wrapped up in a dream offer which is going to be inside the virtually famous book um probably not so because it's a really in-depth in area so we'll definitely talk about it in the book but 
we're holding auditions for solopreneurs who want to create their own lane and become a, a category of one. All you have to do is go to louisecorville.com and you can download um, the category of one guide while you're there. So don't miss out on that while it's, it's still there. The doors will be open, um, obviously still for the Virtually Famous book launch, um, but obviously there's an end date on that because after it's launched, you can't get in. <laughs> so scroll down to the show notes and um, and look for that link in the uh, actual show notes. Please subscribe and share the Micro Marketing Podcast with a friend. Thanks so much for listening. Bye for now.